This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie, and this is a show where you determine the course of my fate on a weekly basis. The show comes out every Thursday. That's when you listen and then go to my Instagram stories and vote. I get the results on Friday, and I have to take immediate action. That's when I accept the Duke's hand in marriage. That happens on Fridays. Let's get into it. Let's peer into the past. Last week, in an episode called WWE slash P90LZ, you made a choice as to whether I really went after a job writing for WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, in Stamford, Connecticut. I would have had to move for the job, you know, really slip into the singlet of a new identity, um, or... The other choice was, do I, or should I say we, because the option was there for you to participate if you wanted to, commit to an arm workout I invented to target bye-bye arms, batwing arms. It's a 90-day program. It was approved by a trainer named Cindy last week on the show, and it is called P90LZ, Power 90 Lizzie. And guess what, you guys? The result was 57%. 57%. P90LZ. It was definitely a curveball. So today, officially, June 9th, we are at the precipice of P90LZ. We stand together, arm in arm, <laughs> bingo arm in bingo arm, gazing out at the horizon in our muscle shirts. And just to refresh, in case you forgot what the P90LZ is, or you're just starting the show now, it's a 90-day program full of exercises meant to strengthen and tone the bye-bye arms, and it ends on September 7th when I'm going to post a video of myself, and I hope you do too, um, of myself waving. The workout starts with the first month doing 10 presses, 10 push-ups, and 10 dips, and just to clarify, the press is... My apologies for using yet another football term. Your arms in goalpost position with weights, and you just lift them over your head um, in kind of an arch-like shape. And I, I actually did some research on this. The hands should face forward. The dips, that's when you kind of put your arms behind you, like on a coffee table or something, and lower yourself. Um, Patrick, last week's guest, said he he likes to do them off a lever, And then push-ups. And please, when you're doing the push-ups, if you need to, use your knees. I'm going to use my knees. You know, the point isn't to out P90LZ your neighbor, Rhonda Rousey. Something else really exciting, it is P90LZ related, is that I made (laughs) hats. 
I made a P90LZ hat. Uh, it's my first ever merch. And like I've been doing comedy for centuries. It just felt like the right thing to make. It's a classic dad hat. I hope that's not triggering. But I'm going to put the link in my Instagram bio. And I'll put it on my stories tomorrow. And uh, oh, and I'll put it on my website too under the podcast section. I'm not going to lie. I did get carried away. And I mocked up some tote bags too. And I'm going to be bringing those with me when I travel. Uh, But without further hesitation, let's dip into the coffee table of the present. I have to admit, you guys, things are piling up over here between the jujitsu, the tour guide stuff, the P90LZ, the matchmaker. She sent me two matches, neither of which I'm terribly excited about at the moment. I'm going to have to talk about that next week. But And both of them were like, I'm willing to drive to Los Angeles. It's like, what kind of commitment are we making here? I'm not going to just drive to Las Vegas. Oh my God, that reminds me of the Jewish Man OnlyFans episode. And I still have the OnlyFans. It's like, can I? is it time to take out the double ear piercing? It's just been rotting in there like a fish hook. Things are piling up. I have not had a lot of time to tend to basic things. Clearing off spaces. But getting into the Clorox wipes. Which brings me to today's episode. 45 or 4.5. Let's start with 45. If you've been listening, you know I'm now the proud owner of the IKEA Malm dresser. But if you were to stop by my place just unexpectedly, I think you would have cause for concern. Um, I've discussed before my general messiness. Let me just tell you what's on my nightstand right now. A magic eight ball, makeup remover wipes, two masks. There's a tarot card. Okay, queen of cups. Um, A pen, a LaCroix. And a book called The Language of Letting Go. Uh, And you know what's not on my nightstand? A lamp. That's the only thing that should be sitting on my nightstand. I've really been thinking this is tied into phone addiction. I just go out on weekends and I mainline iPhones. But I'll be cleaning or trying to get stuff done and then I'll pick up my phone. I don't need to tell you how it goes. But I do have to sometimes lock my phone in my glove compartment. So 45. The option 45 is that starting Friday night at 9 p.m. until Sunday at 6 p.m., I'm leaving my phone in a closet for 45 hours. And just so you have proof that it's locked in the room, I am going to live stream my phone just sitting in the closet on Twitch living its life. And then when I take the phone out Sunday at 6 p.m., my place has to be immaculate. Um, I don't want a coffee table full of belts anymore. I need to do my dips off the coffee table. Also, I'm going to say if you vote 45, I'll have to spoil the episode because I'm going to be live streaming the phone on Twitch. The other option is called 4.5. I have been wanting to write new material for my stand-up. I have some headlining dates coming up. I want to make a new album. And I was thinking, what if I write a four and a half long minute joke to add into my act to hopefully perform early July and start integrating it? And for that choice, 4.5, if you vote for that, there will be a twist, which is that after you vote in the following Instagram story, there's going to be 
a suggestion box for what you want me to put in the act. You can say, I want you to talk about peacocks or you should put your hair into a ponytail at some point, but I'm going to take these suggestions as long as they're not terribly vulgar or offensive. And I'm going to write a long joke with the goal of including them. And coincidentally, four and a half minutes is also the length of time of a late night television spot. So the idea would be to finish it and then submit it to a late night show. 4.5 minutes of material. I really wanted to dig deep into putting the phone away and also focus on the cleaning. At first, I called a wellness center, really hoping to talk about like digital detox. Um, I spoke to a woman named Rebecca who told me she believes that like cell phones are microwaving us. I'm going to put that interview in my OnlyFans. That's going to be an exclusive. I thought I would get a little bit more mileage out of someone who really understands me as a slob. This is my best friend from childhood. We went to prom together. He's also the most organized person I know, and he recently didn't use his phone for five whole days. You guys, welcome to Jeremy. Hi. So when are you going to start recording it? Are we friends or not? We're friends. (laughs) We are. It's so funny. What if I made you pretend we didn't know each other? (laughs) So you know I'm doing this episode where one of the options is I lock my phone in a closet for 45 hours... Okay. And when I take it out, my room has to be immaculate. Okay. (laughs) Or my apartment. 45 hours. That's that's the time you're giving yourself to clean your entire apartment. (laughs) Do you think that's not enough time? I mean, listen, if if the option is to, like, get rid of the distractions, then I think you have more than enough time. I know that you recently went hiking in South Africa and didn't use your phone for, was it five days? That's right. Where did you yeah, put I it? I chose to turn off my phone. I mean, granted, I probably wouldn't have had a lot of um, reception where I was, but yeah, I made the decision to like just not even look at my phone for the five days of the hike. Okay, and for people listening, Jeremy has a lot going on in his life. He's not just like one who <laughs> enjoys nature. He's, you know, a successful, like, CEO and a, a brilliant ceramicist, and he has a lot of business going on. I mean, yeah, there's a lot going on. And so that's the, that is the one thing. It's just like, okay, it like, am I cool to shut it all down for a certain amount of time? Because mm. turning it back on is kind of not cute. <gasps> what was that like? <laughs> Oh my I mean, god. So like what I think what you really have to weigh out is are you cool having that like single moment of anxiety <gasps> when you see all of the red dots filling up with numbers <laughs> next to your email and your phone and Wait. your text. Like if there are red dots on my on my phone, right. that's problematic. Okay. And so, right. You're to one see of those red okay. dots fill up with numbers at a really, really high rate very quickly. It just it, it produces some anxiety. Okay. See, I feel like I might be the opposite, where I'm like, oh, there are messages waiting for me. I might be excited by the red dots. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good way to look at it. Because to be honest with you, like the five days without it, 
was actually really cathartic and lovely. I mean, there were other people on the hike who would like pull up their phones and like be walking around searching for a signal in the middle mm. of nowhere. And it's like, what are you doing? So right. like, to be able to like kind of get rid of that distraction for, you know, a period of time is I think really healthy because we've all become way too dependent on these devices. Right. Where did you put the phone? Was it in your bag or? It was in my backpack. Yeah. Okay. And I just left it there. I didn't pull it out. I didn't look at it, you know, and yeah, right. it was kind of nice not having this piece of technology attached to me. Was it kind of, did you ever have the impulse to reach for it or you saw a view and you were like, oh, oh I you should. Know what? That is the one time that I did allow myself to use it for photographs. Okay. Which is why I kept it in my backpack. Mm-hmm. But I, I basically, I put it on airplane mode. Right. Okay. So you just basically used a camera. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a separate camera. And so <laughs> I, yeah, my phone became my camera. You're like, I brought nine cameras and one bag of trail mix. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> that reminds me of when we went on our hike. <laughs> when we only brought watercolors and wine. Yeah, we brought. I forgot to bring enough water. We brought watercolors and alcohol to hike 12 miles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Buffalo Meadows. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Meadows was a good time. It was so fun. Okay. It really was. So another reason I feel like you're a great expert for this is you understand how messy I am. Yes. I mean. I've, I've had that experience. I've been this way my whole life. And... Yeah, which is why I'm questioning if 45 hours is enough. That's so funny. Someone else was like, oh, you'll definitely get it done in 45 hours. And I'm like, I don't think you realize what we're dealing with here. So you know I think you can do like a good, thorough, clean in that amount of time if you get rid of your phone. I do think it's critical that you get rid of the distractions of all of the things associated with the phone. Jeremy, you're someone who moves into a place and things are where they should be within hours. I like I like organization in my yes. life. Yes, I do. Okay, so where do I start? Where would you start if you were me with the cleaning? With the cleaning? Oh my god, it can be so overwhelming. I think you need to just like you need to compartmentalize it, and so okay. start with go by rooms. <gasps> okay. Surfaces. I, would start, I would go room by room and still like do the least kind of intimidating room first. Okay. Because then that'll kind of like get you going and it can like build you up to the more challenging tasks. Jeremy, you've been such an amazing expert. I can't believe I got to have you on because you've known me for so long. So you, you understand my plight. I do. And I do think, I, I think you need to do this. I think locking into the commitment to getting this done, you're right. going to feel really good about it. Isn't it going to feel good to have you over at some point without issuing a deep apology for the state <laughs> of my living space? It's true, but I like it. I mean, it's, it's, it's the koopy. Jeremy, thank you so much. You've been an incredible guest. And you're welcome. Yeah. My, I'm like, and support system. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you so much to my dear friend, Jeremy. Um, Follow him at Jeremy underscore R underscore Anderson. He's an incredible artist. Next, I thought I would talk to someone with just a really unique approach to language and writing and see what they thought about sitting down to write a four and a half minute long joke. I felt like a poet um, would be a good person to talk to about this because they're always you know, finding new ways to come at their writing. I had a pleasure of talking to my former poetry instructor. This is Martha Solano. I'm wondering, well, first of all, I'm curious, would you as a writer prefer if someone gave you, you know, a bunch of words that you had to incorporate, or would you rather just have one idea that was your own and kind of take it from there? Uh, I'm all about having someone give me a bunch of words. I I love that. I mean, part of my writing process is, if I, if I need a different word and it begins with R, I'll pull a book off my shelf and I'll go to the first R. So like in this case, ready. And I'll put it in the poem. I mean, I do that quite a bit just to shake things up, you know? <laughs> I love that. I do remember a lot of our like hand, handouts in class were kind of exercises yeah. where it was like, you know, write a villanelle, but you have to use the words... Kale, Pokemon, and like Sarah Jessica Parker or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just, it's a great thing to, to not fall into easy, overused poetry words or in any genre. We fall into patterns and before you know it, you're just writing cliches. So a word list, yeah, especially if it's even to the point of you have to use, you know, these one word in each sentence or, you know, well, that gets a little extreme, but right. you know, try to use eight of these. Yeah, sprinkle them throughout. Right. Okay. And I'm curious, do you write every day, Martha? Well, okay. So there's this thing where you can sign up. It's a group, of, this fellow runs it, and you write a poem a day. And during the pandemic, I've probably done that at least 10 times, maybe two dozen. <gasps> Um, So I write a, well, I get in a group that's new and revised. So that takes a little of the pressure off. But I know that sometime during the day, I've got to produce something and it's fabulous. (gasps) I hardly ever miss a day. And I get, a. that's how maybe I get five poems that month. You know, most of them are throwaways, but I might pull them up for months after and, and go, oh, I know how to fix this. You know, I just need to for a little while. Let me ask you, for the group where you have to write every day, what yeah. happens when you miss a day? <laughs> like, do oh they make God. you write fiction? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're under strict... I think if you've made it through a whole month, that just the previous month, then you can take a day off every week. But m- most of us don't do it every month. So, oh, there's a lot of white lie telling, I think. Like, <laughs> oh, how did I... one final question which is when I picture you writing I picture you always in nature I think because we're friends on Instagram and stuff I picture you like paddle boarding an oar in one hand and a notebook in the other (laughs) somehow the notebook is not getting wet where do you 
Yeah. Where do you write? Do you write at a desk or outside? Well, I have to say, I I, I have taken note a notebook, and I have a waterproof notebook. I've also taken books of poetry out of my bag. My God, I knew it. <laughs> I mean, I put them in Ziploc bags. I I wouldn't for a while. I wouldn't leave shore without my notebook and Ziploc <laughs> bag because, um, and. I can bring my phone, but that gets a little risky. I was thinking, gosh, all you have to do is one Butterfingers. There you go. Your iPhone 11 (laughs) is, you know, getting nibbled by fish. The first expert I've ever had on the show who said, when I leave shore. (laughs) (laughs) Like most people listening don't leave shore. I just felt like in class, you you just really brought out the best writer in everyone. So thank you for that and for being on the show. Thank you so much to Martha Solano. I, if you have the chance to study with her, please do or read her poetry. It's Martha, S-I-L-A-N-O. I really had amazing experts today. Before I get into the next segment, I just want to let you know, when I discussed the 45 hours with my guests We said it starts Saturday morning and ends Sunday night. It actually is going to start Friday at 9 p.m. So just know that I'm aware of that as you listen. And I apologize to all the mathematicians cringing at my logic. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here are my incredible guests. I know. Oh, my God. And action. Um, Today, I have two incredible comedians, writers, comedians, old friends of mine. Raj Desai, who's an Emmy nominee, and he's written on I Love You, America. Right now, he's producing and writing on Sarah Silverman's podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And just one of my favorite people. And also, we have Matt Ingebretson the creator and star of the TV show Corporate that Raj and I were actually both on. Yes, yes. And we worked together at the Soup. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I still can't believe we <laughs> did that. Our humble beginnings. Our humble beginnings. He's been on Seth Meyers, Colbert. Matt loves apples, and every day he would walk slowly to the kitchen. That was like his, his time to himself, to process. Yes. Well, there was a lot of time to myself at the soup. You and right. I spent most of our time not writing the soup and instead <laughs> talking about our own lives and that's taking so langorious true. trips to the kitchen. That's when you met your wife, I remember. Yeah, that's you right. You met Hillary oh. during that time. That's so wild. Yeah. Um, so today we have two choices. This episode is called 45 slash 4.5. So the options are either... I am going to put my phone away for 45 hours. I'm going to start. I'm thinking Saturday morning, 9 a.m., I'm going to put it in a closet. And I'm going to set up my laptop so I can live stream the fact that the phone is, you know, I'm going to live stream it on Twitch. also going to have your laptop in the closet? 
Yeah. Okay, that That's I realized tough. moments before we started. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I do have a backup laptop. The trackpad feels like maybe a caramel apple died on it in 2017. <laughs> Sticky trackpad, that's uh, mm. no good. Right, yeah. right. It's a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you ever hear interviews on here that sound like this, <laughs> those are the ones from my MacBook was in the shop. Now, is, are there things in this closet you might need? Oh, okay. I love that you're asking that because I will need to make preparations if they yeah. vote for this. I keep my... I hate to bring up toilet paper. Erase it. Erase that image from your mind. This is not going to be a toilet paper. Lizzie has toilet paper for her guests only. She herself has no use for it. Yeah. Strictly for my guests. I have toilet paper in there, paper towels, books. It's pretty multipurpose. And a lot of journals. Old journals. I'm not going to be needing to crack those open over the weekend. (laughs) You might. You don't have your phone. You're going to have to have something to do. Just reading old entries. Okay, so I'm going to put it in there, and then I think take it out at 6 p.m. Sunday night. That's 45 hours. 9 a.m. Yes. Saturday to 6 p.m. Sunday. Okay. And And my plan is that when I take the phone out of the closet, I want my apartment to be immaculate. Hmm. I really struggle with this. Hmm. Matt... Your home is always organized. Thank you. It, it feels neat. It feels like if I knocked on your door, which I have, mm-hmm. I returned something to your house, a pool, an inflatable pool That's float right. not long ago. Yeah. Open the door. Things are in order. They're where they're supposed to be. Exactly. Raj, between you and your wife, who, she works at like an architectural mm-hmm. firm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel She's like, yeah, you guys don't have, like, packets of horsey sauce lying <laughs> on the counter. <laughs> you, you have a baby. You can't be tripping over chargers once you've had a child. Uh, you know, you would think we were neat. We, I think we we're both, we're kind of half and half, okay. uh, to be honest. I mean, the baby doesn't help, like, stay on top of household chores. Okay. So that's one thing. But uh, there's no horsey sauce. I will admit that. <laughs> but there may be a soy sauce packet somewhere on a, on a counter, not on the floor. Uh, that type of thing. It's not okay. perfect, but it's not bad. Were you like that before you got married? I, you know, I think I was pretty, uh, people may be surprised. I was pretty messy until like maybe like my mid-30s. And I decided like, I gotta, I can't keep living like this. I mm-hmm. gotta like. Oh, Wow start putting stuff where it goes and cleaning my bathroom more regularly. And so I wasn't like a totally disgusting person, but I would do the dishes like once every Your bathroom, which is also strictly for guests. <laughs> yes, strictly for guests. No, no one goes to the bathroom on this show. It's None not... of the people on this show poop or pee. But we are healthy. Maybe healthier than anyone listening. So just think about that. So my, I am the opposite. I've struggled with this my whole life. I just have no sense of, even if I hang something up, like right now, I have things hanging up off other garments. Like Mm -hmm. I consider the edge of a hanger another hanger. Yeah. 
Just and I, I moved in okay. March. I haven't hung up a painting. I haven't organized a drawer. Like I just hmm. I've been busy. I just haven't gotten to it. I'm like, I've been busy. <laughs> I really haven't. All I have is this podcast. Been busy Please buy a tote bag. Throwing <laughs> your life away at this podcast. <laughs> it's literally been like a crazy full time thing. Yes. And I am the kind of person where if I have a lot going on, I will just let cleaning go to the fall to the wayside. I don't really tend to it. You're I, living amongst your own filth right now. Uh, I wish there were a more poetic way to say it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess that is the reality. Yeah, you can't deny what I just stated. Do you know what is so funny? When I go to other people's homes, like if I go to use someone else's bathroom, I'm very aware of the cleanliness. With mine, it's like I use orange dial. I feel like there are always like, uh. there's always orange residue that could be anything well and here's the truth you know i let you give me the credit for keeping a clean place the actual truth is the moments before anyone else comes over i'm making frantic adjustments and frantically (laughs) tidying up to give the illusion of who i desire for people to think i am oh interesting okay Mm -hmm. okay yeah does hillary help with that i wish she helped a little more now that we're talking about it but (laughs) (laughs) You play this for super loud in the car. You're like, um, volume yeah. up, sweetie. Uh, I will say this. When I was a teenager, 20s, maybe in my 30s, if someone, I was giving someone a ride, I'd have to be like, okay, can you hold on before you get in so I can right. clean the seat off? Sometimes taking like a 30 seconds to a minute. Not like moving a book. Like, okay. I use in. my like, car as a dumpster basically (laughs) it's still to this day it's like whenever i think like i think i have my life together a little bit take a look at my car nope i'm a human being i have problems just like everybody else it's so funny a dumpster that you can take long naps in (laughs) when we work together (laughs) who's who's this podcast about i'm so sorry but when matt and i work together he'd be like i'm gonna go take a nap in my car (laughs) every And you would just sleep like when you just sleep like perfectly erect uh, in your seat. No, no, no. Well, I brought, I had a neck pillow that I kept in my car, and I would <laughs> lean my seat back. Look, I was not a happy person, and I was doing whatever I could to get by. Same, same. I feel it. So what I'm thinking is, I need to put my phone away to do this. Right. I have been feeling like okay. So since the show started, I'm now taking jujitsu. I'm a wow. tour guide for the TV show This Is Us. Okay. okay. Oh, I'd love wow. to go on that tour. <laughs> I can't believe it. Okay. This is real? You actually are going, giving tours? It's so crazy. So every week for this show, I'm like, what should I do this week? Because I want I want there to be actual things instead of like, what should I binge watch? You know? Right. It's like, I want people to actually yeah. feel like they're making a difference. So my idea was to audition for a play. So I went on Backstage.com and... There weren't any roles for unhinged therapists. (laughs) I was thinking, like, what would I be typecast as? Um, (laughs) But I saw one that said, tour guide for the TV show This Is Us. I mean, look, I already like the idea of you putting your phone away for 45 hours to the end of cleaning your entire place. Okay. It seems... Good. Just to be, just to clarify, you yes. are not staying up for forty-five hours, correct? <laughs> you can sleep, correct? Raj, that is so funny. I almost <laughs> like, want to add to that sure. to the challenge because that is absolutely okay. All right, okay. Insane. Yeah. Well, I'm like, is it clean? What's I wasn't. Clean? You're live streaming the phone, or you're live streaming yourself cleaning? I am live streaming just 
the phone, phone. Okay. lying there in okay. the closet. That okay. is so amazing. <laughs> if I didn't sleep for 45 hours. I just bring COVID on myself. Like it just develops in a cloud around me. I'm like, a new strain develops inside of you. Like, no sleep. That's incredible. So you like that idea. I do. Okay. Because I was actually thinking, my prediction was that Raj would go 4.5 and you would go 45. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was my initial feeling. So I usually kind of try to guess. Okay. Um, okay. Well, do we need to hear the other you, option? Yes. So the other option is I need to be writing new material. I want to make a new album. I'm, I have a couple of headlining dates coming up and I want new material. I want something to be excited about. And my jokes tend to be, I'd say average 30 seconds to a minute, maybe. Really? Yeah. I think of you as doing like long character bits. Maybe it just feels long. <laughs> no. I think it's a mix of both. No, I'm just joking. I, I, can, I'm joking. I can definitely That's recall a, some short yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yours. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I think yes. it is a mix. But I do have things in my act where I'm like, that's like a centerpiece. One of my bits is like about Hollywood. It's the Hollywood Oracle character. Yes. So I yeah. can't really do that out of town. I feel like it doesn't mm, yeah, yeah. read. And then also a lot of my stuff is really interactive. Like I have this truth or dare bit where I go into the audience and I feel like it's just not uh-huh. covid friendly right now sure. to go up to people i have so <laughs> i'm like need... i've given omicron to half of denver no. <laughs> i've never had it you but... need more of a classic here's four and a half minutes about airports lizzie cooperman's take on airports that's I mean, what you're seeking out right now i am seeking one long bit that i'm excited about okay and the idea is that if they vote for 4.5, for meaning four and a half minutes, what I'm going to do is, so I, I usually post the poll on Thursdays, and I'll, it'll say 45 or 4.5. And then I'll say, if you voted 4.5, then please proceed. And they'll go to the next story, and I'll say, what do you want me to put in the act? Okay. It can be eat an apple, a TikTok dance. <laughs> So my friend Marianne was like, you should do a TikTok. <laughs> Wait, this is you doing stand-up and you're going to eat an apple? <laughs> or you're going to talk about what it's like to eat apple? Well, I'm going to let them choose. Oh, okay. So hmm. whatever this thing is. But it does need to involve eating. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie Cooperman consumes an an entire three-course meal. I'll put this other note. We already know I don't shit. That's true. So I can't do that on stage. (laughs) (laughs) So I was thinking they suggest something I do. My other thought was they could suggest a word. Like make sure to incorporate this word into the four-and-a-half-minute joke. Hmm. I think that would be easier. Maybe I can call for both and say, is there a word or an action you want me to include? Yes. And then I'll just take them all. And I feel like that might actually help me build the joke in a way. Don't you ever feel more creative when there are, like, limitations, you know? Of course. Mm -hmm. Matt's like, I just write Mad Libs all day. (laughs) (laughs) when I feel my most creative. (laughs) Give me an adjective. You were going to say, like, a poem or... It is, it is limiting in Mad Lib, you know? You, you it's do quite so. limiting. <laughs> People are like, this is very weird. I've never heard of a purple drugstore. That's all I 
idea. And and also then I was thinking, and the 4.5 just came out of the 45, you know? So it was like 45, and then I was like, okay, and then 4.5, which happens to be usually the set time for like a late night set. Mm. Mm. So the idea was, well, what if this turns into like my favorite joke? Maybe I find a way to even incorporate my keyboard or something, and then I can submit it. And where did 45 come from? 4.5 came from 45. Where did 45 come from? That's a great question. Mm. Well, I th- this is giving me a great idea. Anyone yeah. who's been on late night should have a sticker on their car that says 4.5, like those marathon stickers. Oh, my <laughs> Now we got okay. a money maker. Yeah, yeah. Now we're making some money. <laughs> I'll give you a cut of the merch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. You writing four and a half minutes of stand-up based off of an idea or multiple ideas right. of, okay. Right. And you have to send this in to a late-night shows. You're required to seek uh, from just from when this material, not anything yes. else you do, just this new material. I feel like it would be better to just do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Have one long four-and-a-half-minute joke. It can have characters in it, but it all has to connect. And it's, you know, you've got a great setup for the host. It's like, can you believe it? This next stand-up comedian, she hosts a podcast. And on that podcast, she asks for suggestions on how to live her life. Imagine Jimmy Fallon saying this. Okay. Okay, let's get the impression <laughs> going. Says, that yeah. She asks for suggestions. Well, this, there was one episode where she asked the audience to give her for, you know, a suggestion. And that's what this is. Anyway, Lizzie Cooperman. Imagine Jimmy Fallon saying that. Oh my God. Okay. And then you go into a bit on what was it? And then I Airports? go on camera, I freeze. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I didn't come up with anything. Okay. I'm like, no one listened to the podcast. <laughs> it's just me going, so what else is new? <laughs> like when comedians run out of material. <laughs> what do you think about this, Raj? What do you think about the 4.5? Uh,. I think both are noble pursuits. One is to get off your phone and to clean, right? Like that that's more of advancing your personal li- not personal life in the sense of like uh you know dating or friendship or something, but your um house, you know, like your Oh, your I'll living. be dating. <laughs> yeah, during the I just have men minutes. coming in and out constantly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. No phone, I send out a smoke signal. <laughs> <laughs> the fire department comes. Hey, I'm Lizzie. Like, are you the woman who tried to set herself on fire? Please. Um, and then I think the other one, the 4.5, is advancing your career and your professional life and your creative life, right? So it's both are, are actually pretty noble pursuits, I'd say. Unlike, mm. um, I mean, I'm not saying, like, getting set on fire isn't a noble right, pursuit, right. but I don't know that it's, like... That was one know. where I woke up in the middle of the night, like, wait, what did I pitch on my show? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's insane. I, it was crazy. It was a task rabbit, and he goes, I could easily set you on fire. And I was like, in my mind, I was just like, yes, that would be such a great episode. Yeah. Because I'm always, anytime something happens, I'm like, okay, that's going to be the next show. You know, yeah. yeah. Let me yeah. Okay. continue to advocate for the forty-five hours of the phone away. Yes. Okay. As <clears throat> as a writer, you know the feeling of when you're like, I'm going to write some stand-up right now, and when you actually try to do that in an intentional way, how often are you actually successful? Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning, right. what they say about a good rule for creativity Ooh. is actually stop thinking about it so much. Let your brain, if you start cleaning your house, your brain will actually open up in ways that it typically wouldn't. 
Whereas if you sit down with the suggestion, someone writes in, let's say, airports. Now (laughs) cut to you at a coffee shop. What if everyone wrote airports? (laughs) They might now. (laughs) You have on your notebook the word airports written at the top of the page. And off you go trying to spin something about airports. Is it going to happen? I I don't think it will. Mm. Not to be pessimistic, but. Wow. Okay. I I mean, I think that's a... Valid point. You can kind of have your cake and eat it, too, by, by cleaning for 45 hours. You might be able to get some creative... But think about when we were at the soup, we wrote about the Kardashians nearly every day. That's true. <laughs> sort of an... an, an, an <laughs> and you had to force yourselves, I assume. <laughs> yes. No, 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 we just chose to every single day. We could have written about anything in the world, and we kept being like, no... This is the well of inspiration Matt, we want to draw Matt from. Matt in. Skims just came out. <laughs> With Skims. a new line. <laughs> The pastel beiges they found. <laughs> pastel beige. Um, what were you going to say, Raj? I well, I do, I do think sometimes not forcing yourself to write, but uh, forcing your, like, taking, like, some time to be like, okay, whatever, from five to six I write or something like that. Or I, I sometimes, even if it's bad, it can result in something positive. Like, mm. uh, mm-hmm. like maybe you have, a, maybe someone does suggest airports and you start thinking about airports you're not really finding anything fantastic, but then right. you think about, uh, I don't know, uh, California pizza <laughs> kitchens in airports. <laughs> and then, oh, sorry. And That's then you've got the greatest, you know, set of material about right. California, California possibly, pizza kitchen. Possibly. Right on time at the apex of their cultural relevancy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That is so crazy. California pizza kitchen has come up so many times in the past. On this show? It recently, oh. yes. Mandy Moore on This Is Us, someone said she, when they show her as an older woman, she's, she looks like a manager at California Pizza <laughs> Kitchen. What, I, from my understanding of like stand up, is most people, including myself, just wait for something to come to them. That's kind of how I write my You don't material. like to run with, write with a gun pointed to you? <laughs> no, no, I have done it for, uh, for money, but I have not done it for myself. But right. I believe a couple of very famous comedians, uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan, I believe they just sit down and go, okay, I'm going to try to be funny about grapes or whatever. They sit and down, they do it. All about try. to strangle each other. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. say it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's it's a way of doing it that doesn't seem totally nuts to me. But Matt is also right. When when right. In, when in the history of sitting there with like you know grapes on a notebook, have I been like I cracked it? Right. I will say I have a very overworked joke right now about Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Uh, he only uses his middle initial. I found out because there was another Samuel Jackson in the Actors mm-hmm. Guild. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I wonder if his mom knew that. Would she still have named him Samuel L. Jackson? Like, I talk about how what a mouthful <laughs> sure, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's all this little, like, yeah. callbacks uh-huh. to that. It's a great joke, you guys. <laughs> Go I'm like, see now that I have a captive it. audience. You got yeah, yeah, to see it. But that's one that I wrote, you know? And yeah. I feel like it just isn't playing. And I mm. feel like it is because it's a little belabored. Mm, like, it sure. has that feeling of... Like, there are some comedians, you watch them, and you're like, did you just try to write, like, did you just read, you know, a hundred monologues for women, and this is what came out of it after you sat down? <laughs> Something crazy happened to me today at the grocery store involving eating an apple, crunch, <laughs> flying in an airport, bzzz, and doing the macarena. <laughs> 
Oh, we love it, Lucy. I, I do. That think, sounds actually pretty funny. You know what I will say to help? Because ultimately, what we're trying to do in this podcast right now is help the your followers decide what to vote for. Yes. Okay. My suggestion would be to include in this Instagram post some candid photos of your apartment as is. Hmm. Because I do think, or you better paint a picture with words for the audience, because I think you have a responsibility, or they do. Right. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. will go, I'm so messy. And then you go into their house, it's like, this isn't this is that fine. messy. Okay. Yeah. So... You know, are you legit messy? Or Let's you just... see some of those spots yeah. you were referencing in your bathroom, <laughs> yeah. which you don't use. So where did those <laughs> spots even yeah, come yeah. from? Well, I shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very clean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, let me just tell you guys, this morning, as I stumbled to the bathroom, I stepped and cracked a hanger in half. Ooh. You know, that that was my first step. Mm. Of the morning. That sounds like a curse. Kind of like a bad omen. Could have been someone's neck. I think it was a hanger. (laughs) Here's the thing. It's going to get messy again. If I put the phone in the closet, I leave it in there. I do the whole thing. I know it'll be temporary, but at least it'll be like a start. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the other aspect of the of the phone being put away is the uh, digital detox you'd be doing. Yes, that's right. Which I've never really done, but <laughs> it could be useful. I, I've thought about doing it, so. and I definitely will put my phone away for like an hour. Or well, two. I wanted to tell you guys after this, I'm taking your phones away for five <laughs> oh, hours. Okay, until this airs. Oh, I don't wish you would have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, your phone's in the closet. You have to go somewhere. Do you know how to get there? You know what? I'm going to revert to MapQuest. Okay. <laughs> You're going to print out directions? <laughs> I just do the This Is Us tour every time I leave the house. <laughs> I just drive the entire route. I'm yeah. like, I only know how to get to 48 that places. Be, that would be amazing to read the Yelp review. It's like, she's a pretty good tour guide, but she still uses MapQuest. <laughs> she's got printouts. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have the papers. Uh. <laughs> and I use the voice, turn left onto Wilton Avenue. <laughs> Okay. So, have you ever done a digital detox or anything? Um, I've done what Raj has done, which is put my phone away for a period of time. And it is... The sad thing is I do have to physically remove it from myself because if if it's an eye shot, I will go pick it up and look at it within... 20 minutes of putting it down. Same. I'll be doing my morning pages, my three pages every morning. I'll look at my phone and they go, I can't do this. A halfway, like I'll be half a page through, look at my phone. Then I turn it off. And my new thing is I whip it at my sofa. (laughs) I'm like, I know it's going to catch it. But then the other day. (laughs) You dented your wall. Oh, no. It like hit a glass that was sitting on the table because of the mess. Oh. But so. I have carpet, which caught, <laughs> which caught the broken which glass. Which softened That's the perfect. fall. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so I do struggle with it also. So I am thinking that would be a great time to kind of power down, also kind of do some meditation if I have time between 
if you have time <laughs> for 45 hours. Matt, oh, yeah. I have my scrub. closets are pa- jam packed full of journals. I actually did an episode on this show called Journal Purge or Lotto Splurge, where I was like, should I get rid of all my journals or buy this thick book of lottery tickets? Hmm. Do you, when you look back at your journals, how often do you do that? I think I do it more often than most people do. What do you have a, because when I, I have some journals, not as many as, not enough to create a whole podcast episode about <laughs> purging them. <laughs> But when I read, reread, where do you keep that? <laughs> reread old entries. I'm overwhelmed, or not overwhelmed, but a feeling of sort of melancholy often comes over me. It's not a, not typically a positive experience. Weirdly, I have the same experience. I was just talking about this with somebody. You, where you see your handwriting, and you're like, "This is the worst." <laughs> <laughs> That's what brings him down. Mm-hmm. What's wrong, Matt? I'm just really bummed about how I wrote in fourth grade. <laughs> Letters were so round. <laughs> well, to me, that to be honest, it's a no-brainer. You got to keep the journals. You, you may never right. know when you, you, you know. Well, and Lizzie, I think them. you're headed towards a place where those will be exhibited in a museum someday. Yes. Can I yeah. share them with your grandchildren? <laughs> Rush. Sure. Rush Dr. Has Rush. A daughter. Go ahead and do yeah. it. I give my harrowing <laughs> journals to his child. Go for it. Go for it. Raj. Raj opens him up and takes one glance, cut to him burning a pile of journals <laughs> in his backyard. Go Matt, for it. something about you also in terms of the digital detox is you actually read full books. I do. So what do you do when you're reading? Where do you put the phone? I put my phone in another room. And often I put it in a room and I go out to my porch to read. You're like, I put it in another room, but I have a baby monitor watching the phone. So, so I, I keep an eye on it. <laughs> you read full books. You put the phone in the other room. Mm-hmm. And you just... Is there a book you are interested in reading right now that maybe Can you I could... do something so embarrassing? Someone gave me a book months ago or told me to go buy a book. I am actually, like, deeply ashamed of this. And it's, like, the reason I haven't texted this person. It's a comedian I really respect said... I think you would love this book. Go drive to Book Soup. The you know you can get an autographed copy. Hmm. I don't even. Oh, it's called The Marvel Universe by Bruce Wagner. He's this okay. writer who he grew up in Beverly Hills. He was a chauffeur, um, and he has like the map. He has a map of Beverly Hills like tattooed on his hands. Oh. And I haven't texted the person because I haven't finished the book. Because my mind is just constantly racing. I, w- I had a similar experience once where a friend re- recommended me a book. Not only recommended it to me, ordered it for me to be delivered to my house. Matt. I read 50 pages, did not like it. I thought it was a bad book. And I stopped reading it. Months later, I see them. They say, how was the book? I say I loved it. They say, great. <laughs> I knew you would. So, no questions, what? would you like about it? Anything? No questions. And, you know, I was an English major, so I was equipped to, I could have bullshit my way through mm, okay, questions about okay. a book, no problem. The language know, was Matt. floral. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking of flowers while I was reading the language. But can I tell you something? You don't have lying eyes. I don't think you're mm. a good liar. 
You're a good actor, but I, you're you're not a good liar. I've actually been told I I you can read. I think I am inadvertently exposing my emotional state at all times through my face without meaning to. Another type of lie I'll t- I'll tell people or find myself doing is like in the middle of a conversation. If you're like like I did this recently, someone was like, "Have you seen you've seen Polar Express, right?" And I was like, "Uh huh," and I have. <laughs> I have not seen it. But just in the moment, it made sense to me to just... You're like, it was cold and it was fast. <laughs> it just made sense to me. Yeah. To be like, yes, I have seen Polar Express. Go on. And then they kept talking about it. And they were like, and you know that one part where... And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Raj, you're, I don't know you're an avid reader as well. You used to carry a newspaper. I did. Which yeah, I remember when I from open mics, yeah. I, I went back and listened to your episode of Johnny Pemberton's podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, you always had a newspaper. I did. I liked the crossword puzzle and I liked reading, basically. And that was a time when I I, I believe I subscribed to the newspaper. <laughs> Look at you. A man from the past. So funny. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, no. I have three with me now. Show us your <laughs> I newspapers. I, I usually carry reading material almost everywhere just because you never know when okay. you might need it. And but. you're able to turn off your phone and just read it. Um, I, I mean, to be honest, like I have not read since uh, I had a baby. I've read many books that are like, you know kindness is makes you stronger you know books like that for like the baby oh. but i've never read i haven't you read were a book such a myself. monster before you had <laughs> yeah, a child yeah, yeah, yeah. Raj had giant... like, what do i do with the baby be cruel to it yeah oh no, no, no. kindness okay no, that's okay, a okay. baby book or whatever like uh you know uh, dr seuss or that type of thing but i haven't read a book in a while so if i were to do this 4.5 say they vote for the joke yeah how long do you think it would take me to craft that and get it to a place where i'd be ready to make a late night set submission I mean, like months right like 3 to 6 months okay <laughs> right you know what's crazy? I, I would got to be more than like a couple weeks for yeah. sure I think okay. it's a bit of a time uh, a time commitment, but stretched out over Because writing four and a half minutes means actually writing, like, 15 minutes or, like, yes, 10. You know what I mean? Like, fair. you got to overwrite it and then see what actually yeah. works. And if you want to make it cohesive right. and, like, like you were talking about, that that's – I certainly believe you're capable of it, but it we is both, a lot of work. We both believe in you, know, you Lizzie. Yeah. Okay. We're not trying to say that. Yeah. Okay. We believe in your ability. <gasps> <laughs> right, I do feel like we're coming down hard on the side of cleaning. I think we are too. I'm actually kind of relieved in a way. I'm excited about the idea of writing four and a half minutes. I am excited about that. I like the, you know, I like a dare, but I have another challenge right now that I'm completing from the last episode. <laughs> Last episode was called WWE or P90LZ, and it yeah. was, do I apply for that job in Connecticut for the, where you go to write uh-huh. for WWE, or do I do this workout that I created called the P90LZ? Okay. And it's like a three-month program because it's for your arms because I'm starting to get bye-bye arms where you wave and you can see the flab. Okay, so I'd be doing that, and I would be writing. But there then is... the writing might strengthen my arm. <laughs> there does seem to be a trick, or this podcast is tricky where it's like, Things are compounding on themselves now. You're adding things every week. And 
What is, I'm just, and I'm saying this for Lizzie's benefit, to the audience listening, for the benefit of Lizzie, a short, a, a weekend-long task that has a finite resolution point, right. give that gift to Lizzie. I'm telling you, I, Raj and I used to do, I don't know if Raj still does stand-up, I've kind of stopped. Some, yeah. Okay. Stand-up, it's hard, and it it's really hard, and if you make Lizzie write four and a half minutes, that's torturous, I would say. And it's and you should really look at yourself in the mirror and think about who you are if you want to do that to Lizzie. You're like, look in the mirror and ask, why isn't it seven? <laughs> I think it is torture, but it's like positive torture. So you know, it's a lot of work. Right. But if it, if you come out the other side with something you're really proud of, but think I mean, about that, when you have like I weird. have seeds of ideas right now that I'm like, oh, I know that would be a good character. I know I can turn that into something, and they're just lying there. You know, mm. and it's like all these ideas. <laughs> no. Are we allowed to adjust the this four point five thing? Would you be able to present to your your fans a number of seedlings of ideas that they could vote on for you to flesh out? Again, I'm trying to help. You. I'm on your t- team here, Lizzie. Right. These fans out here, I think of as essentially the enemy. <laughs> I just pictured one guy. <laughs> I'm just picturing a lonely guy named Gordon doing the P90LZ in his apartment right now. Like, the one fan. You're like, your fans. (laughs) But, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. I think it has to be the 4.5. And I'm just saying that because I want to raise the stakes. I do want to keep the stakes high. That's why originally the phone thing was just do I lock my phone in a room for 45 hours and monitor it. And then I thought... It's not enough. There needs to be something that when I come out, I'm like, okay, and then this happened. And then what's going to happen in that space? No spilling salsa. (laughs) Even this morning, I tripped over a charger. I was holding a coffee mug and just a splat, like a Jackson Pollock spray of coffee. Onto the carpet? Yeah, I have carpet. Oh. And then the carpet's tan, so I was like, I can't really tell where it's water now and where it's coffee. It was just like oh, no. awful, just map, a continent of wetness. Okay, here's my closing argument. Okay. If, if I've heard someone say this before, if you if life is pretty tough, right, and when you go out into the into the world, you open that door to your apartment or your house and you go out in the world, it's, it's usually you're going to come back sometimes pretty beaten down, right? So why not come back? This is partly why I started getting neater when I got older. It was like, why not come back to a place that doesn't make you feel beaten down to? You know what I mean? Like, if you come back. I love that. And it's, let's say it's, it's you got a pile of dishes and there's a mug on the ground and a, a broken hanger on the floor, you know? It might not add to your mental, you know, it, it, it's it's a cleaner right. I do. I don't think like cleanliness is like some super important thing, but I do think like some basic standard of keeping your place nice, if you're not like a teenager, is 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 a good way to go through life. I do agree with that because ultimately, you go out into the world every day. You're beaten into a pulp, and in my jujitsu class. <laughs> and, and what somebody told me, they said this business, like they're speaking specifically about going into kind, like, it's so hard. At least have a space that you like to be in. Like that's your house. Even if it's a dumpy apartment, like you've made it nice, you put up some photos or whatever. I just start living in the closet with my phone. I'm like, and what I realized was this was the (laughs) only space I could really be happy. (laughs) Me, my phone, and my books, and my... And a baby monitor. And my toilet paper. (laughs) Well, what I think is also, again, cool about the 45 hours no phone is, to what we've been discussing, Raj and I talk about putting our phone down for like an hour. It's like... 
45 hours is no joke. That's that's, that's a that's yeah. huge. That'd be an actual interesting test of your own what it does to your mental state. I feel like you're really you're That's really, high stakes. Actually, yeah. I would argue that might be if someone said I couldn't look at my phone for 45 hours or any like internet type thing. Couldn't check my email whatever. And do you know what's exciting know. about that too Boy. is right. think about when you come back to your phone how exciting that will be such a it'll feel so good. Unless to be like, I missed three auditions. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to me within 45 hours if you want the job of your life. This is first come, first serve. <laughs> it is, I have to say, something I do really enjoy about the show is it's giving me opportunities to do things I probably wouldn't otherwise. Something yes. like this where it's like I have to put myself to the test and give myself the push to actually do it. And this is something where we're in a point you know, in in our culture where I might never do this ever again. It, it, I I don't know when I'll put my phone down for 45 hours. Uh, or 45, well, yeah. so, you're going to be on the next trip to the moon, Raj. We've already signed <laughs> <Yeah. up. laughs> I would love it if they sent Raj to the moon. I'd, hey, I'd go. It's like we had everyone in the world to choose from, and we picked Raj. <laughs> <laughs> we subscribed him to the New York, Times. New York Times. He just reads a newspaper. They're like, Raj, look outside. Look out the window. He's like, I almost figured out the Sunday crossword. i got to keep going. <laughs> It's a good activity when you're on the moon. Oh, I, when you're bored on the moon. When you're bored on the moon. I always take reading material. <laughs> That's so amazing. listeners, I say look inside of yourself. Okay. What type of person are you? You want to send Lizzie off on the journey of a lifetime, potentially? Or do you want to be selfish and try to inject some word you came up with into her stand-up bit? Who cares about you? I'm on Lizzie's side, and fuck you, all the fans. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I like you. But I do think you should choose, and I would advocate for 45 hours, no phone. Okay, so Matt is going 45. Okay. I, I think you were right about me. Originally, I would have said for the four and a half minute right. stand-up. But now I think I, th I think it's just a lot of... A lot of good arguments in favor of the. And, and again, I think Matt's point about like the shower principle where you're doing something else and then you're thinking of creatively. Mm -hmm. That's, I really believe that. I, I often go on walks as a way to just. Yes. I mean, it doesn't always work, but like I try to go on a walk thinking. Hey, actually, now that I'm be... thinking about it, it never works. <laughs> yeah, I know. It may actually never work, but I think it might work. Mm -hmm. So that's something. I don't yeah. know. But Fatherhood has softened you, Raj. <laughs> yes, yes. You used to crack the whip. Yeah. yeah, Raj used to be a hardened asshole. And now, what a nice guy. After that book what on kindness he, he read. <laughs> okay, so you're also going 45 after yes, this. Yes, okay. so. Yeah. You guys, this has been so helpful, truly. I really appreciate you digging deep on this one. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's an interesting uh, contrast of uh, choice. Okay. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, yeah, it's a somewhat interesting. Mm. <laughs> somewhat. You're like, I wouldn't do a full episode on it. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Okay, before we go, do you guys have anything you want to plug coming up? Mm, honestly, I guess not really. I, <laughs> guess, I guess my Twitter, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I worked on a show. Uh, it's coming out on TBS in the fall. It's called Stupid Petrix. It's, oh, cool. Uh, stars Sarah Silverman and... 
Oh, great. Yeah. Dave oh, my gosh. I love that. Cool. I worked on a show that comes out in August called This Fool, starring Chris Estrada, yes. who's a very funny stand-up comedian. So yeah. funny. Yeah. I will also plug that. Yeah. I will co-plug that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the first co-plug in the history. You guys, hopefully next time I see you, I'll just come out with the, just like the clearest eyes, being like, they chose 45. <laughs> I'm just burning through people with my vision. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, they made a mistake. Lizzie's changed for the worse. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thank, Thank, you, you. Thank you. So fun. Thank you again to my guests, Matt Ingebretson and Raj Desai. Okay, now let's move into the future. I'm going to draw a tarot card for each option. First, 45. <laughs> this is very on the nose. I drew the hermit card. Wow, this just really signifies the utter solitude I'll experience, the downtime, the introspection, the cloak I will wear. I'll wear a cloak as I vacuum. And now 4.5. Ooh, Ace of Pentacles. Okay, there's potential here that kind of comes almost out of nowhere. It's like opportunity presenting itself. Pentacles are coins, maybe... Maybe I close out the four and a half minutes pulling a quarter out of an unlucky audience member's ear. Again, if you want that P90LZ hat, um, or if you want a really cute slash handsome tote bag, the link is in my Instagram bio, and I put it in the podcast section of my website, lizziecooperman.com. I can't believe it, you guys. 45 or 4.5. The choice is truly in your hands. Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.